Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the First Galactic Podcast. This is a Monday reading. My name is Nate and today we are continuing on with the Star Wars book and we are on part two of, what is this, the Jedi Order and oof, this should be a good one. We've got Yoda coming up next week. I'm excited for that. Uh, we're going to jump right into it since we're probably coming from part one. Here is part two. We start off, there's a couple pictures. Part of me is convinced that I already did this, but obviously I didn't. So we're going to jump into it. So we've got the signature symbol of the Jedi and their sole possession in life devoid as a life devoid of attachments. Wow, we already goofed that up. Okay. The signature symbol of the Jedi and their sole possession in life devoid of attachments is the lightsaber. Though the Jedi do not consider themselves warriors, it is a weapon. It is a weapon, a blade of luminous plasma that can cut through nearly anything, except another lightsaber blade, and obviously like the weird electrical things that the Empire has. Uh, lightsabers are exceeding, and the droids have like the Magna Guards, Magna Guards, Magna Guards that General Grievous's guards. Lightsabers are exceedingly rare. Their construction only possible by those touched by the Force. Though anyone could conceivably wield one, only a trained Force user can achieve mastery of the difficult-to-control blade. The Jedi Order has existed for so long that details of its origins are lost to time. The First Jedi Temple, a place of training and contemplation, is found on an island on Octo. More temples arise in time, often in places known as Virgences, naturally occurring concentrations of force energy. So, Lothal, if you've seen Rebels, definitely one of those virgences. So, political prominence. As the Republic solidifies and stretches across much of the galaxy, the Jedi centralize on Coruscant, the capital world. The Jedi Order becomes an extension of the judiciary branch of the Republic, answerable to the Senate. When disputes become particularly problematic, Beyond the control of local law enforcement or spill outside the borders of local space and become a truly interstellar affair or intersystem affair, I mean, the Senate dispatches Jedi to settle the matter through negotiation. The Jedi Council and most of the Order operate out of the Jedi Temple, an impressive spired structure that stands above its surroundings. So they are sent for negotiations, even if the negotiations are short. Uh, so for you, if you don't know what that is, I mean, come on, go watch episode one, Phantom Menace. You'll be got up. Oh, this pokey part of my hair is doing. Uh, so millennia ago, the Jedi Knights and Sith Lords did battle with the fate of the galaxy at stake. This era of this is a source of many Jedi legends and sites such as Malachor are still scarred from these epic wars. A thousand years before its eventual fall, the Republic was challenged for its very survival in a conflict that saw the Sith ultimately destroyed. A thousand years of peace began that day, but it proves to be a ruse. Little do the Jedi know that the Sith, in fact, survive, plotting in the shadows for their eventual revenge. The Jedi Order grows complacent and com 
comfortable with its elevated place within the Republic power structure. Some Jedi grow disenchanted with such corruption. The most famous of these mavericks, Master Dooku, departs to the, departs the Jedi Order. This precipitates a separatist crisis that Dooku stokes, putting the Jedi on the defensive. Twilight of the Jedi. And before we continue on, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, welcome. Really happy to have you here. I know we're in a different environment today. This is my room. Welcome. Um, it's late in the evening. I worked late, so it's probably like 1030 right now. Uh, but welcome. For those of you listening on the podcast, welcome again. As always, love to have you guys here. Uh, big shout out, rural farm boy. You rock. We always love hearing from you. Anybody else, by the way, uh, I know we talked about this all the time. If you want to be on the show, if you want to be in the podcast, uh, if you want to be on our, we release the one with me and Noah every single Friday, once a week. And we have a few people who make appearances when we had Han was just on. Uh, for those of you who don't follow Han Talks First, what are you doing? Go follow Han Talks First. He's fantastic. He's got a great podcast, great episodes. Uh, we just had him on. We got Luke Hoth off the press on or Hoth off the podcast on. I mean, uh, just a few good people and we, we've been on quite a few shows. So if you are curious, if you want to be involved, always feel free to join us. That's our little bit today. We're not doing an ad. That's our that's our version of an ad. Uh, so here we go. Twilight of the Jedi. The growing separatist threat pushes the galaxy onto the brink of war. The Jedi Order discovers that one of its own has secretly commissioned a clone army to deal with the foreseen threat. I feel like they don't they don't step on that enough in the movies or in the show. Like you're still kind of like, who is this Master Cypher Diaz? I don't know. I know a little bit, but I don't know enough. Uh, I'm sure in the books you get more and in the comics. I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not big enough of a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get there one day. The Jedi left with little choice take up leadership of this army in time to defend the Republic as the Clone Wars erupt. It is the first full-scale war the galaxy has seen in a millennia, and the Jedi who have been long regarded themselves as peacekeepers, are battlefield commanders in this conflict. The war is a complex plot hatched by Supreme Chancellor Sheev Palpatine, Big Daddy Sheev, baby, to cement his power over the galaxy. He is, in truth, the Sith Lord Darth Sidious, and has planned a contingency hidden at the biological or in the biology of the clone troopers. At a signal, they turn on their Jedi commanders, viewing them as traitors to the Republic. Thousands of Jedi are killed by their clone soldiers. His greatest enemies defeated, Palpatine declares himself Emperor and any surviving Jedi as outlaws. And the surviving Jedi will be hunted down and defeated. Uh, in the dark times that follow, scant few Jedi exist. Hunted down by the Emperor's agents like Darth Vader and the Inquisitors. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda survive to train young Luke Skywalker, who carries the mantle of Jedi Knight as he helps bring an end up to the Sith and the Empire. Although Luke Skywalker did pursue training a new generation of Jedi, the Order has not returned to its former heights and probably never will. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, who knows? So we've got a few things. We're going to jump through the first page. The second page got a lot of stuff. Uh, so 
we're going to start with the Bear Clan. A youngling clan learns from Jedi Master Yoda. And so that is in the movies. We see it, episode three. Uh, this is the little group, the poor, the poor younglings. Rip. Shout out, Anakin. Uh, I will not be the last Jedi's from Luke Skywalker. Lethal, oh, there it is, Lethal Temple. Ancient, forgotten temples still can be found on distant worlds, including Lethal. Lethal's got a fantastic temple, fantastic storyline with the temple. You go, oh my gosh, we get so deep into that. If you want to be watching the Ahsoka series, you got to at least watch that arc. It's fantastic in Rebels. Um, now we've got the Jedi Path. So the Jedi Path, we've got rank progression. The Jedi Code prescribes a set of path advance or a set path of advancements in the ways of the Order. So it starts off. A lot of people probably don't know this one. I didn't know this one until I literally just started looking at this right before when me and Noah were looking for the post tomorrow. Uh, we we always make sure we take a look at the page and figure out what we want to post about. Uh, and this one was the first thing I saw. I just flipped it open and it said initiate, and I was like. What? What do you mean? I thought it started at Youngling, but no, it starts at an initiate. And so a toddler-aged inductee, or toddler-aged inductees are measured for potential. So this is like little, little, little kids, not even Youngling kids, like little kids. Uh, and then we've got Youngling. So as children, Jedi learn in classes called clans, hence the Bear Clan. Padawan. Adolescent Jedi are paired to masters or knights. Knight. Adult Jedi who have undergone the trials. Master. Knights who have taken and trained a Padawan to knighthood. Grand Master. The wisest of the Jedi Masters. The Jedi Code. And when we're done after this one, we are running to the whole 10 minutes today. Wow, we're getting through it, guys. Uh, so the Jedi Code. A series of rules governing actions and behavior, as well as tenets that embody ideals. And the Jedi Code has evolved over centuries. Some elements in the larger code deal with practical matters of training, such as a restriction denoting that a Jedi Master may only take one apprentice at a time. Other elements place structures on personal relationships. Though Jedi are encouraged to have compassion toward all life, romantic love is forbidden, for it treads close to the dangers of attachment and greed. A cone expert of the Jedi Code is recited as follows. Kind of cool. There is no emotion. There is peace. There is no ignorance. There is knowledge. There is no passion. There is serenity. There is no chaos. There is harmony. There is no death. There is the force. So, next week, as we continue on, remember this is the force that we are talking about throughout this entire thing. So even though we've got all these different characters, all these different groups, it is all revolved around the force for this section of the book. Uh, we have Master Yoda who is going to be, I'm sure it's going to be a goofy one. Oh, there's a terrifying photo of Yoda in that one. Jeez Louise. Uh, but we're almost halfway through, guys. I am excited. Glad to have you guys here. Sorry, it's in a weird location. I'm wearing a hood. The whole thing's strange I'm in my room, but that's okay. Next week, we will be back to normal. I'm glad to have the little videos with you guys, be able to talk to you. I, I know you can't see me face-to-face, -face and you're not really there but I can still kind of feel like you're there and it's nice. Uh, so again, thank you all for joining. I will see you in the next one and may the force be with you all. All right. See you guys.